Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hello, yes, welcome to News Fighters for today, Wednesday, April 3rd, 2019. It's the day after the federal budget. Have you recovered yet? How's your head feeling? I'm your host, Dylan Bain. Let's get right into it. Here's how Michael Usher on 7 summed up the budget. It is politically charged, featuring tax cuts and cash giveaways. The Treasurer's last-ditch attempt to save his government at the upcoming federal election. Meanwhile, over at Channel 10, Sandra Sully sounded like she was presenting her budget coverage from a warehouse techno rave. Good evening. A big surplus and $158 billion in personal income tax cuts. They are the headlines from Josh Frydenberg's first budget. Not to be outdone, the Liberals also released the budget as an EDM mixtape in an effort to appeal to younger voters. I present the Appropriation Bill Number 1 2019-2020 and the explanatory memorandum. I call the treasurer. I call, call the treasurer. Yes, the pundits had a range of views on what kind of budget it was. This had to be a Goldilocks budget. This is not a bold budget. This is a very orthodox budget. Actually, this is our shut-up budget. Yes, it's definitely a shut-up budget in that I would personally pay tax money out of my own pocket for all the politicians to shut up about the budget. Over on the rebooted Sky News business channel Your Money, the chief business reporter Leo Shanahan categorised the budget like this. In the lockup, I joked that it was like one of those Redux movies the director's version. Uh, I'll call this 2018 Redux. Yes, and he's right, because the budget was definitely reminiscent of a scene in the movie Apocalypse Now, Redux. I love the smell of regional upgrades to hospitals. For the morning. Yes, being an election year, Mark Riley summed up the budget by saying the coalition were trying to... Win over as many people as possible while maintaining a frame of economic responsibility by booking those surpluses. Yes, the $7.1 billion projected surplus was definitely the big story of the day, but not everything is it as appears, says Leo Shanahan and the Herald's Peter Harcher. We're not actually in surplus this year. We're in surplus uh, the following budget year. This government, like governments before it, likes to say that they have delivered a surplus when all they've actually done is written it on a piece of paper and held it up for the cameras, right? Hmm, yes, promising a surplus. Where have I heard that before? Oh yes, here's Scott Morrison promising one back in November that didn't eventuate. What I'm here today to announce is that before we go to the next election, we will be handing down a budget. 
and it will be a surplus budget. And here's Treasurer Joe Hockey promising one back in 2013. We will achieve a surplus in our first year in office and we will achieve a surplus for every year of the first term. And here's Labor Treasurer Wayne Swan promising one back in 2012. And we're on track for surplus in 2013. <laughs> yeah, good thing Australians won't fall for that one again. Anyway, so two things came out of the Liberals' budget announcement, both reminiscent of classic rock songs. The first was their last splash. Plus a cash splash. Well, there's certainly a cash splash. The Treasurer is splashing cash. <laughs> To be fair, the Breeders is also the Liberal Party's most popular demographic. Now, see if you can spot the second song theme here. Well, Australia is back in the black. Back in black, he Instagrams. The budget going back in black. Back in the black. Back in black. Back in black. Well, we're going to hear a lot about back in black, I can tell you that. I thought Tina Arena was your singer <laughs> of choice. And yet we've got Akadaka back in black. Yes, and Laura Jays on Sky News was all over it. This moody black and white ACDS back in the black. Yes, and my favourite Aussie band is definitely ACD. They're very ACD-esque. Meanwhile, the ABC's Greg Jennett just used it as a pointless excuse to list the titles of all the ACDC songs he could remember. So, Highway to Hell or Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap? What's he delivered tonight? But a lot of journos pointed out... But they're not back in the black. Why you said the budget's back in the black and it's not? But you're not really back in the black, are you? Then maybe there's a better early 80s Aussie rock song that sums up the current financial situation. Now, onto the meat of the budget itself. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg promised... The biggest tax cuts since the Howard government. Ah, yes, those great Howard Rudd 2007 tax cuts, which caused the current 23-plus years of debt and deficit and also caused Howard to lose the election. Didn't that go well for everyone? Yes, let's try that again. And in Frydenberg's budget speech itself, I think I spotted a very subtle theme he might have been hinting at. Have a look at these edited highlights, see if you can spot what he might be alluding to. All without increasing taxes. All without increasing taxes. 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 And all done without increasing taxes. Yes, the Muppet show continues, but it wasn't all talk of tax cuts. And the ABC gets 43 million, mostly to maintain regional news services. $43 million for the ABC for local news. Well, I don't know. Having watched their budget coverage last night, I think that money could definitely be better spent on technicians for their live crosses. Chris Richardson, what sort of picture does this budget paint um, for the road ahead on things like wages, uh, jobs growth and so forth? Chris Richardson, can you hear me? Uh, I can indeed, Lee. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, the upcoming election. Sorry, I missed that Andrew, question. Andrew Praben, are you with me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, well, Lee, I missed that question. I couldn't hear you. And, of course, being an election year, that meant it was time to predictably wheel out some of the classic hits for the audience. Cold Chisel has K-San, the Eagles have Hotel California, and Australian Politics has the triannual fast train proposal. Central to our plan is a long-term fast rail vision for Australia. Yeah, so laughable to the opposition there, it actually sounded like a comedy routine. 
Central to our plan is a long-term fast rail vision for Australia. While talking about infrastructure, Frydenberg also had this radical proposal. We will deliver new infrastructure projects to ease congestion in our cities. It will include a $500 million commuter car park fund that will improve access to public transport hubs and take thousands of cars off the roads. Yes, and let me tell you, nothing discourages car use like building more car parks. It's a bit like having a plan to fight obesity, which gives out free ice cream. Or, you know, fighting climate change by giving money to polluters. Yes, and with $500 million of new car parks, Australians could really feel like they're living in an episode of Seinfeld. Where's the car? Well, I, I thought it was here. You don't know where we parked? <laughs> they also outlined their plan for getting young people into home ownership. Australians have been gifted a precious inheritance. Yes, being gifted an inheritance. Now, that's actually an economic policy that the entire Liberal Party can get behind. Anyways, then Frydenberg snuck this in. We're also allocating an additional $680 million to put support our service men and women deployed abroad. Yeah, just a sneaky two-thirds of the entire ABC budget there for something completely vague but military-related. Don't question it or you're un-Australian. Moving on. Frydenberg then went on to outline funding to fight cyberbullying. Just as we teach our kids to cross the street, we have to teach them how to sensibly and safely use the web. The web? It's 2019. What kids out there are using the web? Even these dumb kids from this 90s video realise the web is only a small part of the internet. There are three important services you can access on the internet. Surfing the World Wide Web. Surfing? That sounds pretty cool already. Yeah, unlike this budget. Anyway, speaking of the World Wide Web, over at Channel 10's groovy youth news website 10 Daily, they tried to summarise the budget for young people by using something all young people can relate to. Footage from the 1999 Heath Ledger film Two Hands for some reason. <laughs> Alrighty then, it should be fun. Are you excited, Jimmy? Oh, yeah, I guess. Okay, how would you like to pay for this, sir? What do you mean? <laughs> what? Yes, it looks like Channel 10's viral video strategists have finally used up all the entries on their Wheel of 90s references, which they spin and use to write all the social media posts with. Look, if you ask me, I don't even think Channel 10 picked the right 90s Heath Ledger film. In 10 Things I Hate About You, there's a line that Heath Ledger sings, which I think sums up everything we know about this year's liberal budget perfectly. You're just too good to be true. That's News Fighters for today, April 3, 2019. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcasting apps. Also, we're on SoundCloud, YouTube, we're on the web, newsfighters.com. That sounds pretty cool. We're on Twitter, at NewsFightersPod. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free 
or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.